What's up, what's up, bitches? I'm super excited about this episode this week because you all have requested for some time now for me to get on Zachary Reality because I talk about reality TV so much and he was kind enough to answer my messages and lend some time to me. So we are joined to talk about some shows that we both like to watch like The Bachelor in Paradise, Regular Bachelor, Um, Survivor. We talk a little bit about the live that was just done on Instagram with Shayna and Shane that he did and how juicy that was. And then a lot of this interview actually is just really getting to know who he is behind just his brand. Um, I think that this episode's going to really make you guys an even bigger fan of his than you are right now because honestly, just such a sweet person inside and out. And I really had such a joy talking and connecting with him. So I cannot wait to hear all of your guys' thoughts. And as we say at the end of this episode, definitely, definitely send us your feedback because we would love to connect with all of you. God, well, thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to meet you. Um, It's Monday, so I'm just kind of getting off of the weekend. I had such a great time in Big Bear this weekend. So I'm just kind of excited to kind of get back into the swing of things. Um, you know, a, a weekend away feels like a lifetime when you're working in this industry and in this content world. Totally. And I'm familiar with Big Bear, so I love it there. It's so much fun. Did you do any skiing or just kind of more like in the cabin? We did not leave the cabin the entire weekend. We had like plans to maybe like go on a hike or like go to the lake or go to a restaurant, but we got there Friday and we just did not leave until Sunday. Like the house just had everything we needed. We had plenty of food. There was like 14 of us. So it really was just like one of those weekends where you just like stay in and get all cozy and drunk with your friends. That's so amazing. I honestly love those weekends. And that's similar to what I did when I went to like tons of food, tons of booze, no reason to leave hot tub. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I love Big Bear. It's so relaxing, especially like you said, like you're literally living in LA and your lifestyle is just like constantly connected. Like you have to be so connected. Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm sure that you need that like time to just get away a little bit. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I really love LA is because you can drive two hours and go to Big Bear, Palm Springs, San Diego, Santa Barbara. Like there's so many like mini vacations you can do, like just getting out of the city and driving an hour and you're like in a whole nother world. So that's one of the reasons I just love Los Angeles. And that was my first time to Big Bear. So I cannot wait to go back. So fun. And I think there's like another one like Arrowhead that's super Lake Arrowhead yeah, that's super close too. So, you know, I'm sure that you'll check that out as well. And I'll be waiting Probably. for your TikToks <laughs> there too. Amazing. <laughs> so I thought a fun way to start would be to ask you, you know, being that you're familiar with so many different shows, if you were able to go on one, which one would you pick? That's like such a good question. I think like the heart and the kid in me will always choose Survivor. I just love the game of like making alliances and like blindsiding and like seeing how you get there till the end. It's just such a fun game. So I feel like I would really want to do that. But I think it would just be really hard to like actually sleep outside and like not shower. Um, So totally. So maybe like Big Brother, but like I don't really watch Big Brother that much. So one of those games, like maybe like the circle, like just a game where I could be like competitive and like there's a grand prize. I could see you being so good at that now that you've said that. Like, first of all, I wasn't expecting that answer. And second of all, I'm such a huge Survivor fan. Um, My parents are like 74 and I just recently showed them Survivor season one and they were like... Like, this is amazing. Like, they were, like, captivated by it. So, yeah, I think everybody... It's so good. It's so good. Do you have, like, a place that you think that you would not do as well, like, a location where you'd be like, "Eh, maybe I wouldn't go there? I think they do every location now in Fiji. Like, Survivor's gotten so bad. That's so true. It's not good anymore. Like, the show quality has just gone down. Like, the interesting contestants have just gone down. Like, there's less drama it's like 26 days they've put too many rules on so i don't even watch anymore um but i think it would just be hard to sleep outside like and totally help out around camp and like do the challenges like that would be really exhausting for me so what show did you think i was gonna say you know i don't know i guess i thought that like since all of us not all of us but since like so many people are always talking about love island the bachelor too hot to handle i kind of thought maybe we were gonna go that route um just because like so many people are into the like dating shows right now but 
that's like true to reality TV and like kind of how it started. So I appreciate that answer so much. Well, also like, yes, that answer is totally me as my personality, but I'm not represented on those shows. You know, I'm a gay male. Like I don't see gay males on The Bachelor or Love Island or Too Hot to Handle. So it's hard to imagine or envision applying for one of those shows when they just don't have the LGBTQ representation. That's totally, that's totally like relevant. And I was going to address that as well. Like I so wish that they, that the franchises would move to be more inclusive. And like, do you ever see shows like the bachelor franchise, like ever doing that? I don't know. Like, I think they've tried to like dip their toes in with having like a couple bisexual women, obviously like they didn't, they weren't casting Colton as a gay male when he was the bachelor. So I don't know if they ever will, or if any of those shows will. Um, but I know that there are some other like gay reality shows out there. Totally. That was, like finding Prince Charming. And there was one of the, um, what's that game where it's like 10 couples. You have to guess who's who, oh. who's your perfect match. Yes. Is it, are you the one? Are you the one? They think they did an LGBTQ season. So like there are other yes. networks, but I think it would be awesome if like the big networks just made a whole gay season. Um, totally. Oh, that would be fabulous. But they're doing that with the ultimatum on Netflix. Oh, the good. next season is going to be more queer. So I'm excited to see what that has to bring. Me too. And you're so right. The bigger shows and networks like really need to get on that because I, I honestly don't know what they've been waiting for so long. And it would, it's like, it would bring out such a new audience that has felt so, um, like not really a part of anything, you know, like it's fun to still watch and like comment on other people's relationships, but having that representation of, you know, like not a straight relationship is so needed. I would love to see you on the bachelor. Like if they did do a season (laughs) that was like a gay bachelor, I would love to see you be a contestant or even the bachelor like yourself. Oh my God. I feel like I would be probably like the villain. Like I always love the villains. I mean, I wouldn't be like an asshole, but of course I would like stir it up and get like jealous and like it would be fun but totally. I think, like, realistically I know too much about these shows now and like how they're produced so it would probably be hard to like you know contain me in that environment not having control totally I love the fact that you like the villain because so do I and yeah. even on like the current season of Bachelor in Paradise I saw that you like Shanae um and that you like Logan and I'm here for it because like I'm from Ohio. So I first came down on Shanae kind of hard. I was like, this girl is going to like give us a bad rap and we already have one, but like bachelor in paradise, you're so spot on. It gave such a different side of her. She's so much softer. She's so much more in herself. Um, so like the villain is really not the villain as much as like a bad moment or edit. Yeah, it really always comes down to the edit. And I think, like, the more I learn about the industry, I realize that the edit has so much control. Like, obviously, there are a few people who are villains for a reason because they're actually assholes. But a lot of times in real life, like, those people are just more interesting and, like, kind of say it how it is and are more sarcastic. And then other people who are casted as really sweet are kind of, you know, rude when you kind of get to know them outside of an edit. So it's not always accurate. And not to mention, like, I love the fact that sometimes people are just like, yeah, this is my character. Like Christine from Selling Sunset, like, she's just like, yeah, you know what? I went in, I wanted to play it up. And that's exactly what I did. And like, you guys know my name because of it. And there's something powerful to having like that separation of like, this is who they are on television. And they're so comfortable with themselves that they're okay to not be painted as, like you said, so sweet in every moment when, you know, usually they're not. Yeah, I love Christine Quinn. I've messaged back with her a few times and like I think she's so nice and sweet, but I also think that like it is a reality show. So I think it's kind of it gets tricky sometimes because it's like how are we supposed to know when to take you seriously and when you're just playing the part? That's so true. You're right. And I'm sure that that's like the double-edged sword of being on reality is like, you know, having that knowledge that some people are going to love you and some people are going to hate you and like a lot of people are going to be confused by you just like truly unsure of who you are so it's like really opening up your personality to be like dissected by such a variety of different personalities yeah it's so interesting when I interview reality stars and talk to them and you know how they handle backlash and what the comments say um I don't know I get a I just I don't really read all my comments I think there's so many um but I think it would be so interesting to hear like people talk about me you know what I mean if I was on a show like I can't even imagine how weird it is for them to like listen to like podcasters and TikTokers talk about them. 
Um, cause that's probably just so fascinating to hear how people like judge you and like how they take you, you know, it's, yes. it's different than like reading a bunch of comments. Cause those you can't really always take seriously. Cause they're just, you know, people typing it. It's a different when you see the video and the vocal behind it. Totally. And I think that like watching that recent live you did with, um, Shane and Shayna, like it was really obvious that like watching Shane, like it really weighs on him, you know, specifically like the, the opinion of people. And like you said, like when there's so many of them coming at you, um, it's hard to realize if everybody really feels that way, or if this is just someone online. Um, but I'm sure that there should be like a, a certain level of counseling for every person who goes on television, like almost mandatory because once you get out in the real world, like your life changes, I'm sure in so many ways. Oh my God, for sure. Did you see that live? That was so crazy. (laughs) Wasn't it wild and entertaining? It was wild, entertaining. And also like, I mean, like I was nervous during it kind of like, I was like kind of sweating. Like I was like, it it was a show. Like it was a whole reality show. And with Shay coming in at the end, like it was totally like an entire episode of like live TV. This is the reunion that like fans wanted. Like I'm glad I was able to put it together and make it entertaining. But I also feel like you got to see a different side of like everybody who showed up. I agree because you got to see that shake isn't always just trying to be such a malicious villain. Um, You got right. You got to see that Shane is like super sensitive Mm -hmm. and you got to see that Shayna isn't always just like, like trying to look cool. She's so cool. Like she's not even that, like they made her seem so opinionated and like, she always had something to say and she barely even like, she was like, Oh, well Shane pretty much said it. Like she was so chill. She's really, really cool. And Shane is such a nice guy too. And he just does get a lot of, you know, backlash and comments. So I think that definitely bothers him, but it's like, that would bother anybody. You know, totally. it's, it's really is kind of hard to turn it off. So, I mean, I just commend him because I know he really just wanted to kind of speak his truth. And like, I'm glad that I was able to give him the opportunity to speak that. And if Natalie wants the same opportunity, you know, I'm happy to interview her. Um, I think that Shane is an awesome guy. So um, totally. I hope that he's doing, you know, I hope he's doing good. Is there any, is there ever anyone that you would not speak with because you feel like it would kind of compromise your moral standard? Or do you believe that like everyone you would like to talk with and give them a platform to, you know, address what their reputation is on reality television? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much down to talk to everybody. I think that with like the, you know, Shane, Shana and Shake, like I've had relationships with them for a while through social media and like text and call. So I usually before I do any type of interview, it's usually because I've talked to the person sometimes for a few months, sometimes for a couple of weeks, like we've already connected on social media. So once I get to know someone outside of their edited show, I kind of just, you know, talk to them like I know them personally. So the edit or whatever reputation they had just doesn't really affect me. Like I know Shake, you know, he's probably the most controversial. Like I just, I know him outside of the edit. So I know he's crazy. And like, I know he'll do outlandish things like what he did at the end of the live. Um, But I think that he's also just like a funny, cool guy. And like, I, you know, if you know him normally, like, you know, Sometimes those environments make you just do crazy things. They really bring out your weaknesses. They really bring out like those, they poke people, you know, those shows and those reunions. So I think that it was my job, you know, moderating that panel or just any panel is to kind of reel it in. Yeah. And would you like, what about, does there, is there any sort of line like, you know, Erica Jane, Jen Shaw, like Teresa, like we've had so many housewives that are going through like the legal accusations do you, do you still want to talk with them, you know, or do you think that there's a line where it's like, that was kind of fucked up? Like, I, yeah, I don't want to, you, you know, but like, I totally get what you're saying. Cause I want to talk to everyone too. So I just want to say that before you feel like I have one answer in mind. Yeah. Or another. I mean, I think that everyone like deserves to be interviewed. I mean, it's not even though like totally. Erica and like Jen, like, first of all, like it's obviously if they're involved in like a crime, but it's not, it's different than like killing someone. I feel like yeah. if you did that, I probably wouldn't want to interview you. Um, but like stealing money, obviously it's so wrong, but I would still give them an interview since they're going to be on the show, but I don't really focus too much on Bravo. Um, totally. I love Bravo, but I'm, I focus more on Bachelor and like Netflix and just ABC. Kind of stuff like that. Yeah. yeah Dancing totally. with the Stars. I love that. Yeah. But cause it gets spicy in the Bravo world. Like there's a lot of stuff that they're doing like behind closed doors. Like there's, yeah. 
there's also just a lot of like content creators in the Bravo world. Like there's totally. so many. And I think one of the reasons why I've been able to be so successful in my world is because I've really focused on like bringing the um, Gen Z to like ABC, which is totally. like something they've never really seen before, I think in the content world. And then I think like with Netflix, I've kind of just like really, you know, just stepped on that quicker than anyone else. Um, I think you're totally right. And That's just really, on. you know, champion Netflix reality because everyone's watching Netflix reality and I am ready to talk about it. So how much time everyone, this is what everyone's been dying to know. How much time do you spend per day either making content, researching, or watching your shows? Oh my God. I think like Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays are really busy where I am like working from probably 8 a.m. to like 10 p.m. at night. Like I'll take like small breaks to eat food. <laughs> Isn't that so sad? Or That's like crazy. take a shower. But the days just go so fast. Um, I don't really like leave the house those days. I just focus on making, watching, and creating content. And then Thursdays and Fridays are more mixed for me where I'm able to kind of do half and half. Okay. Got it. So do you have to have like a, like a set schedule? Like if you look, open up your planner, like between eight and 10, I'm doing this and so forth. Yeah, I definitely have a calendar. I have like a list of, you know, videos I want to get done for the day. You know, I'll make a to-do list depending on the day. And I mean, I love what I do and I just think that it's all worth it. And I think that as like time goes on, like I can see myself succeeding. I have more opportunities now than I did last month. You know, I have more followers now than I did last month. I have more money now than I did last month. So it really is just kind of like working and hustling as much as your body can take you in order to get to the next level. And then eventually it gets easier and you see the growth. And then, you know, you eventually have people start working for you. So I think that I have, I'm just not going to complain. Totally. And you have the drive. And like, that's something that so few people have. Like so many, like so many people have like the goal in mind at the end. And like, it would be so great to have a lot of followers. And then the in-between part is where people just really... Um, you know, they just don't want to do it. Um, I'm the yeah. same way as you. Like I have a lot of drive where like um, in a day, like I'm going to message 35 people and hope that I can talk that I like, you know, and I mm -hmm. hope that they will want to talk with me as well. But um, I think that so many people are cognizant of the fact that you spend and dedicate so much of your time to keeping people informed and like staying mm -hmm. in the know. Yeah, it's definitely so much work behind the scenes, like even just like talking with the reality stars and building those relationships, because, you know, those are people who are also giving me, you know, some inside scoop on a lot of these shows. So I'm able to share with my followers. So it's really just becoming a resource. You know, Zachary Reality isn't just the way to like gossip. It's also informative. It's also giving you the, the scoop, breaking things down, like calling things out that are BS that we see on TV. And like, it's just like a lot of content and research and it's just so much um but i think that's what makes it so big and what makes it so notar notable totally it's what makes you stand out like that's your brand like you could have a entire team someday of people who are helping assist you mm -hmm. you know do all of the research that goes into it and help like plug things out for you um do you have like a favorite show that you enjoy covering or watching still um, I don't know if I even have a favorite show right now. I love Real Housewives of New Jersey. They're not on right now, but I'm really excited to watch them when they do go on. Um, yes. I think just like The Bachelor is my main show, which I really do love, but it also is so exhausting at the same time, just because the episodes are so long. And I kind of just, I blame it all on the producers of the show who are making it that have just made it bad because my, I love like the social media of, of it and the community of Bachelor Nation, but the, the show has just become really bad to watch yeah. so that's been frustrating but that's one of my best sellers like that's a huge part of my following totally like I have totally as well some critiques about the show what do you think about the fact that for every season like they're still insisting on doing the fantasy suites even though every time it causes a problem like do you think that it's necessary for the drama or do you think that it would be kind of cool if they like took them out no, I love fantasy suites. Like, I don't have a problem with, like, any of the formatting, like, love the it. date cards. I mean, I think Paradise could be more interesting right now if they, like, get them off the beach. Um, but I think what's annoying is that everything just seems so saturated and, like, overproduced and, like, fake. That's what I think the show has become recently. It just It's becoming a mockery of itself. Right. And, like, everything is just so corny now. So that's my biggest issue with it. 
It's so interesting too, because I like watch Nick Viles podcast. And I remember him saying that he felt like when he was on The Bachelor, that it was the most authentic show and like least scripted. But I totally agree with you. Like the more I watch it and especially Bachelor in Paradise too, I'm like, this is, you can tell that the producers have their hand in the pot so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's almost hard to tell like what's legitimate anymore versus what was like supposed to happen in during that episode. Yeah. I mean, even this, the contestants are being more honest on social media about like what's fake and what's real. And it's just kind of frustrating because like, obviously like we want the show to be entertaining. So I love that there are producers that are going to stir the pot. You know, I think that's necessary, but they need to figure out how to do it in a way that's like authentic. And I think drama will happen if you just let everybody exist. So all these gimmicks and chicks are just really, you know, turning me off and a lot of other people to the show. I agree. Would you watch more seasons or there's two bachelorettes or did you think that that was like, you know, a one and done type thing? I mean, I don't think they're going to do it anymore just because it was probably a lot for production. I think everyone was saying, but I was fine with it. Like, I think it was, it was a little difficult at times, but I was here for it because it was different and new and fresh. I agree. I thought it was interesting. Like, and it was, I think that if, um, I think that if like somehow the men didn't end up getting control of the situation, like I would have enjoyed it even more. Like maybe if they were aware of who the two women were before and they were each coming with like the soul, you know, I want you, I I, I would love to talk with her. Um, I, like, I like that. Like, I, I think it's fine did. if the bachelorettes aren't, God forbid they're not in control the whole season. Like, I think it's That's always true. kind of been unfair when the lead has so much control over everybody else's love story. Like, I think it's nice that the guys were able to figure it out and have a little bit of power. Like the girls still ended up having the power by the end of it. So I thought it made an interesting climax. That's true. Like when that that's, they do deserve the right to have like more control in the process. I totally agree with you there. Um, And I definitely didn't like hate on Logan for like, you know, like flip-flopping sides either, because I think that like you said, like their feelings still matter in the process. So because they were able to talk with both women, it's only natural that like, there's going to be some people who either change their mind or were like, you know, I was trying so hard to be nice and respectful, but I was really more interested in talking with the other person. Um, Cause people are trying to be nice too. Like, and I think that that's like, that makes things hard to be honest. Yeah. Everyone's just so worried about their reputation these days and like how they come off. And it's just like, you just got to say it how it is. And like, if you're a good person, that's going to show regardless, like I just being honest and being straightforward is just so much more important on, on real TV, on reality TV in real life. Like you can still be nice and be honest and straightforward. I like that. That's part of being genuine. And then people are more interested in you and keeping up with you anyways. And it's like, you you know, they love you or they hate you. It's like, you can't, you're not going to love anyone anyways. So like, why would you want to be loved by everyone? Like, it's just not going to happen, you know? Oh, absolutely. Like I've always had that kind of attitude, but I think as like, I've grown in my career, I've also had that attitude where like, if someone ever like said something bad about me or was like, I'm unfollowing. Like, I'm just like, okay, like, bye. Don't yeah. let the door hit you on the way out. Like, I don't need you. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's a good way to be in, in life in general. Like, cause you really don't need anybody other than yourself anyways. Yeah. And as long as you're feeling good, then nothing that anybody says to you is going to deter that anyways. For sure. Um, I thought it'd be fun if we did like a this or that game. So I have some shows and if you've never seen a couple of them, that's totally fine. Then we'll just move on to the next one. Okay. So what do you like better? Do you like bachelor in paradise or just regular bachelor bachelorette seasons? I love a season of the bachelor. I like when it's all the girls and one guy, that's my favorite. Same. I totally agree. Um, What about Joe millionaire or the bachelor? If you had to pick like between watching them both at the same night. No, definitely The Bachelor. I didn't really get into Joe Millionaire too much. I only watched a couple episodes. Okay. Full disclosure, I'd pick Joe Millie just because I loved that show. I thought it was so interesting, but The Bachelor is just all time. Like, I wouldn't miss it. Well, Joe Millie was like really corny too, with like, it gave it like the kingdom vibe. Like, hello, we are, like, I couldn't deal with that. That's annoying. Oh, see, I, oh, no, see, I liked it. Yeah, I did. Cause like, I love, I love all reality. Like I even liked um, like flavor of love. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like I, I like it all like the cornier, the better I'm I'll still watch it. Okay. I get yeah. that. Yeah. But like, that's just me. I totally yeah, yeah. get why you would be like, 
ick to it. I don't um, like the corniness. I respect your taste, but I just have differ. Like I just, I need it to be more just authentic, I authentic, guess. Authentic, totally. And like less produced. I get less that. Less produced. Like Jersey Shore, like that was like the best show ever back in the day. Oh, there's something to watching things just like, like shit fly down. Uh, totally. But yeah. I, the guys were hot. That was like another thing. Like the guys were really attractive. So I was like, and I thought On it Jersey was Jersey so, Shore? No. Oh God, no. On Joe Miller. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you're talking about the two guys? You thought they were hot? <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought that they were really attractive. Steven and Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That definitely helps when you want to get into a show. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were, they were good looking. So like, I was like, eh, I can tolerate it. On Jersey Shore, I mean... Who did you think was the best looking on that show? I think probably Polly back in the day. I love that. Everyone was either Team Polly or Team Vinny, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody had like a Ron phase, but he was toxic. But sometimes we liked toxic. I don't know. I watched it in like middle school. So true. So did I. My parents were like, what are you watching? I'm like, don't worry about it. Yeah. It was <laughs> such a, so iconic. I'm still watching it now. Family vacation. I'm like in and out. Sometimes I do recaps on it. I need to watch. I actually only want to watch it because I saw one of your recaps and I'm like, what the, what's happening? I need to get yeah, it has up. Its, it has its moments, but it's hard. Cause like a lot of times there's episodes where like only half of the cast is there. Like Snooki only shows up a few times. Jay wow's not always there. Ron is gone. Sam is gone. So it's kind of, sometimes it's just like Polly, Vinny, Dina, Angelina, and like all their husbands. Like Mike. Like yeah. Mike. And Mike, sometimes he's not even there. It's like Nikki and Chris. And it's just like, I don't yeah. know. We need, like, the OGs. Totally. So you were not about the Jersey Shore 2.0 reboot then? Well, like, the one they were about to start with a new cast? Right. I, I was I was totally here for that. I would have watched okay. that. Me too. I, I was both. down for it. Me too. I, I wanted both. both. I wasn't going to pick sides, but I think that MTV thought they were going to pick sides, so that's why they shut it down, because Family mm. Vacation wasn't here for it. They were saying that they would, like, leave MTV if they... it was like this big thing so they got it shut down because they're gonna make they make so much more money than the new show will but i don't know why they got so mad about it i feel like it only would have helped bring legacy to their show i agree and like also there's room like it is such a big pond like the entertainment world like just because there's another spinoff of like jersey shore like that's not gonna like yeah, like the the cast is so iconic, like of the first season. Like, I just yeah. don't think it would replace them in any capacity. But you're just not going to be as fun to watch anymore when you've been on TV for 15 years. You're all right. like married and like, you know, you don't want to get as drunk. But it's like, we also don't want to watch drunk. Like you're, you've matured right. from the drama. So it's like, why are you still doing this? Like, right. I, you know, it just feels like a cash grab. I would have loved a new show with hot young singles in their 20s. That's what makes the best TV. And I think everyone just needs to respect their time and their place and their 15 minutes. Exactly. I totally agree with you. I was all about a new one. Um, did you watch All-Star Shore at all or no? Yeah, I watched that. Um, I think I only missed a couple episodes, but I watched most of that and I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was kind of fun. Um, the only thing I wish is that there was more like like Jersey Shore representation, like because it was just Angelina. Like I really wish that there was like a couple more cast members because everyone else, like you have to watch Jordy Shore to like kind of know who they were. Well, I think they were trying to make it like an international show because it's on awesome. Paramount Plus. So they think they were just trying to get people from like every country. A couple of new cast members could have been great. Um, but I thought it had a little bit of everything. It had like Survivor. It had like Jersey Shore where they went to the club and they were like hooking up. But it also yes. had like, you know, the challenges. It was a little bit of a mix. I think a few more cast members could have been great. And then I didn't like the way it ended because I felt like um, it could have ended in like a jury and like made it a little bit more cutthroat. Ooh, yeah. Yes. It was intense, like the whole box game between like Melina and I think his name was James, but I totally agree. I love the jury and Survivor. Um, yeah. It's just fun. It's everything. They should have had the jury. They sh- And I didn't like how they switched teams either halfway or they, I didn't like that they didn't get to pick their teams because it was obvious, like, you know, certain people wanted to be together and it would have been nice to see like the couples battle and then have a couple at the end and everyone vote. So something like that would have been nice. They can revamp it if they do another season. Um, See, this is what I want to do one day is I really want to produce reality shows. Like maybe when I'm like in my 30s or 40s, like I don't know. Um, You know, right now I'm just starting off with reporting on it, but I would love to like host the shows and then like really executive produce and plan them because it's I'm so interested in the whole concept of it from start to finish. And you have good ideas too. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you watch the show F-Boy Island as well or did you not get into it? 
No, I watched that. I was involved with like, you know, covering that and interviewing some of the cast um, for season one, but I didn't get into season two. Okay, cool. Um, What did you think of the concept of that show? I liked it a lot. I thought it was awesome. Um, I know they're actually doing F Girl Island next for season three. I think that they're filming that right now or they'll be filming it soon, but it'll be like three guys and a bunch of girls. So I think that's going to be a huge, huge camaraderie. Um, I don't think season two was super popular, but I think fans will come around for season three. So that should be exciting. I'm so excited to see what that looks like. Um, Just because... Yeah, like at the end of season two, like there was an F girl. And I think that that was so like, what? Um, Like people were so stunned by the fact that, you know, I don't know. I think some people just don't even know that there are F girls either. Wait, one of the girls was an F girl at the end? Yes. I think I heard that. Yeah. So there was like out of the three, um, one of the girls the whole the time was just one? playing. Yes, Tamaris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was just playing it. And so um, at the end, she was like, I don't want to pick any of them. Like, I'm just going to take the 100K. And all of the guys were stunned. And she did? She did. They let her. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. That good for her. I think that's so iconic. I do, too. I do feel, like, a little unfair that Garrett tried to take the money season one and he wasn't allowed. Yeah, me, too. And I told him that because I interviewed him. And I totally – and I love Sarah. She's actually a friend of mine now. And I think I even told her that, too. I was like, he deserved to win the money. Like, Yes, it's true. He played it. And I felt so bad for Sarah. I was like watching and I was like, don't do it, girl. And I was like, don't pick him. And then I, I just I know. knew, you know, it's just so tempting. Like, But she but, just like, she had to like stick with what she believed in. Totally. And he was super convincing too. Like I, I yeah. was at for, for a second, I was like, maybe he isn't like, maybe he mm. is whatever. Yeah. Garrett. Like, obviously yeah. not. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't wait. The next season will be good. It'll be so good. So if that was you, would you do, would you pick love or money? Like, cause that's essentially almost what it comes down to at the end. Definitely love. I think love is priceless. I think money you can make over time and hustle and work for, you know, what's, I rather have like $50,000 that I've worked really hard for than a hundred thousand dollars handed to me. You know, I rather work for what I have. So I feel like I would totally pick love. I agree with you. It's like, totally. Like I, it would probably be fun if I disagreed with you, like just for like, you know, Mm-hmm. content but I, I completely agree I would pick love every day of the week and like for sure that's inspiring too like you know like you can make it on your own so you really don't you really don't need that like you can bring something to the table on your own and like, obviously love's more important you can't like cuddle up in bed with your money you can't you can I mean, you try can. and get a hotel well this is what I've learned like you can get a hotel you can work really hard get a hotel on the weekend but you're still gonna be in that hotel alone so love is priceless Exactly. Um, are you currently dating anybody? I'm not dating at all. I've tried to like go on the apps um, and like message people like last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't have the energy to do that. I'm much better in person. So I don't know what will happen, but I definitely, you know, like to flirt and, you know, go out and meet people. So yeah, I don't know. Love Nothing it. Well, serious. that's good. Yeah, you're not tied down and, you know, you don't have to buy a bunch of, like, gifts for people because up comes, like, Valentine's Day, Christmas, all of that. <laughs> oh, I'm so not worried about that. Come you're not on. obligated unless you're no. – that's so true. You're like, I've got this. Yeah, yeah, um, that's not a problem. <laughs> you have a time period. My followers always ask me, like, they want me to do an episode, like, how long do you date someone before you buy them a gift? Like, if there's a oh, holiday. That's and so I, interesting. And I'm like, I, I don't know. So I'll ask you, like, what do you think? I mean, I think you can buy anyone a gift. Like, even if it's the first date, like you can bring them like a flower or just like, I don't know, anything that's super nice. Um, I don't think there has to be a time limit on that. That's super sweet. If it was like, if you were just starting talking to someone and you're passing Christmas, like you personally, are you a gift giver? Like just out of sentiment? I think it's rude not to give a gift, especially when some gifts are $5, you know, totally. especially if you're going to someone's house. I think like as adults, we always should kind of bring a gift anywhere we go at this point. Like even if it's just a bottle or a little candle or I like love that. anything, I think small gifts are fine. You're such a good guest. Yay. <laughs> you're, a, you're probably a good host too. That's so sweet. I love hosting. Um, I don't really do that that much because I'm in a studio apartment. It's so expensive here in West Hollywood, but 
as soon as I move into like, you know, a bigger space, I want to be hosting dinner parties. And like, that's so me. I'm an introvert in that kind of way. I'm very homey, sentimental. I'm a cancer. That's my sign. So I'm all for like coffee table books and matcha. I love those homey things. I love that so much. I'm an Aquarius, but I'm, I'm like very similar. I really like the home stuff and like a lot of like other people who are my sign, like they really like to be outside and like are very like outgoing and spontaneous. And I can appreciate and love that for people who are, but yeah, matcha, tea, coffee, a book, like watching hours of movies I'm in. Yeah. That's so fun. I'm both. I'm like an amber. Totally. There's, so, a, there's a happy medium. Yeah. I'm so, I enjoy both. I love having a homey spot and I love being out in the wilds. Do you think that it's harder to find someone to date that's going to understand like the passion you have for your career and the time that it takes to, you know, do that? Maybe. I mean, I just, I've always assumed that whoever I date is also going to be passionate about their career. I think that's definitely something I'm looking for is a confident, ambitious, hardworking, successful man. Like I'm not settling for anything less. I I've worked way too hard, whether I'm, you know, super rich and famous or I'm not like I've worked way too hard to not have someone that also shares the same passion for whatever they're into. Yeah. Know your worth. And I'm sure that your circle is like the same as you are like, like like-minded people tend to like flock together. So I'm sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who, you know, have positive talk, have ambitions and are working towards a goal. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that are like that, but I, I also love to party. So I have a lot of friends that I just see, you know, on the weekends to party. And like, I like to keep my friend circles Honestly, the bigger, the better. I think sometimes we judge people for having so many friends or like maybe only having that friend that they see twice a year. But it's just like, I love talking to new people, to different people. You know, it's nice to just hit someone up. We don't need to be best friends. Like, hey, what are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. Let's just go out. Or like, I'm just going to invite you to my party. Why not? The more, the merrier. Like, who cares? So um, I don't really like put that pressure on my friends as much as I do a romantic partner. Oh yeah. That's, that's very valid. Oh, that makes complete sense. That's so valid. Um, I feel like there is a, there is a different like, like role of obligation of your partner, um, as well too. Like they know you in so many different ways. Like they are your friend in some aspects. Mm -hmm. So it's so much easier to have, like you said, like things that are like deal breakers, whereas your friends can be loose cannons. And it's like always fun to have friends who are super diverse. Oh, I love my loose cannon friends. Like if you can entertain me, Um, and make me laugh and I have fun with you. Like I have the best time with you. And like, if you're a bum and you don't even show up to your shift, like that's, that's on your personal life. But if I'm having fun with you, we're having so much fun because like, even me, like, yes, I'm, you know, working hard all the time, but like, I just went to big bear and like, I got fucked up this weekend and like, I just had fun. And like, I talked out of my ass and like, I think that we can all have like multiple sides to us. I totally agree. And it's good to acknowledge that and to be like, not so, um, yeah. Or like solid and one, like, like personality, like that makes you, I feel like some people get like a, like a bad rep, a bad rep for being like super adaptable. And by people, I mean me, Mm. like I'm really adaptable and like, I can talk to anybody and I'm Uh super agreeable, like not necessarily like I a hundred percent agree with everything, but I would never make someone feel bad for something they say. Um, And Mm. some people would think that that's like kind of like a chameleon, like personality trait. But my thing is there's so many people to connect with that could teach me something and that have something different to like put into my life. So if I can honor, that and get to know them, then I'm, then I'm going to. I love that. Cause I've had, you know, people kind of be like, well, can I trust you? Like you're friends with everyone. Like who are you really friends with? If you're friends with everyone. And I'm just like, no, I'm friends with everyone because I'm not judgmental. And like, I don't care. Exactly. Like, everyone just lives their best life. And like, whoever is like fun and cool in the moment. And that's who I'm vibing with. That's who I'm hanging out with. Like, I don't judge people like so seriously. And I think like we were kind of talking before my, um, before we started, I was like, when I watch these reality shows and I recap, you know, the episodes, like I'm not judging, you know, anyone, like I'm just kind of like giving the breakdown. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? That brings me back. We were talking about that. You are so good at that. Like one of your things that I love following you for is that even when you give an opinion, that's like funny, it's never bashing someone like no one's going to watch your video and 
like have bad mental health afterwards, you know, <laughs> like, and like, that's, yeah. and like, you know, a lot of times, like I can be really sarcastic and sometimes I say things and I don't mean them to be rude. Like, it's really just like, I'm from Cleveland. I'm being, you know, offensive and I'm, and I'm just kidding and speaking super, mm-hmm. you know, explicitly, but, um, I would never want to bash someone and you don't either. You don't like to put people down and like endanger how they feel about themselves. Yeah. And like, even when I'm talking about like a villain or a controversial edit or someone's cheating, like if you watch my videos, I always try and show the other side. You know, I always try and like ease it. I'm like, well, maybe they were going through a hard time. Maybe it was an open relationship. Maybe we should wait to hear them speak about it before we judge. Like, I really love to give everyone the benefit of the doubt in my videos. And I think that's also what has connected me with a lot of reality stars because they can watch it and know that I'm not just like, like recapping stuff. Like I'm also like, I haven't invested and I have like the heart and like I connect to people. And I think that's something that that's also, you know, gotten me a lot of followers over time is that people, my followers feel so connected to me. And like, when we were talking about like Zachary reality, like that's crazy that people would even refer to me as that. Like I'm just Zach. Right. But it's like, no, it's Zachary reality. And I think that is just like what my impact has been on. And I don't know if that helps anybody listening on into ways that they can feel successful or the ways they can connect to people if they're in this space. But I think it's just really important to like always see things from someone else's perspective as well. And, you know, just not put too much, too much, you know, expectation on people. Right. And the thing is, is that you're not doing it to try to like be completely neutral all the time and like not have an opinion. Like I can still tell what your thoughts are about what you're covering. It's Uh just that you're being super respectful. And like I said, like, you're just not trying to make someone feel down on themselves because there's just so much of that. And it's just so easy to do that. I think a lot of my fans know when I'm like, I have a tone and I'm like, you know, what's going to happen next. Right. And it's just like, I, (laughs) the thing is I, now I make these videos knowing that or assuming that whoever I'm talking about is going to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they don't have like a huge following, like, you know, now I've become, you know, super popular where it's like, I'm one of the main guys and like my page is, you know, being looked at more than the people I'm talking about. So it's almost like, I feel like I have to just kind of make sure that nobody feels let down because I have a responsibility with my platform to uplift people and not to bring people down. Yeah, it's so true. And it's so true what you said too, about kind of waiting to hear from the other side as well, because even with all the infidelity that's been happening lately, like the try guys, like Adam Levine, like, I mean, it's like, it's so easy to just like kind of crucify the person who has done the cheating um, because you immediately Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I have to say I'm part of the Tino tribe, like just a little, like not, not in a mean way, but just like, I thought it was, they made him look so bad on the way that they they did, but he also like made himself look bad. Like I gave him grace all season. And like at the end of it, I tweeted, I was like, I take it back. And like, I was just kind of being a little funny when I wrote that, but it still was just like, no, Tino, like, come on. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to hearing him on, I know he's doing Nick Vile's podcast soon because I want to hear him out. Me too. Um, I want to hear what he has to say. I was invested. Like I am invested all season. I need to hear like what's going on. And he is such an interesting character too, because like, I mean, I've never seen someone like bring a notebook, like to a breakup and be like, well, you said this, like, and and, like, that's what he did. And I was like, that's the definition of like being a douche. Like you, that's like mansplaining and like Rachel, I mean, a lot of people didn't like her that season, but me having like being like a Scorpio rising, I would have had a temper reaction to that, uh, like on television. Like I would have been like, are you shitting me? Well, I don't even think he was being a douche. I think he was just completely out of it. I think you can kind of yes. see by his eyes and his hair that he has been exhausted. He's mentally drained. Right. He's not thinking straight. So I think that's the reason why he couldn't handle it. And I don't think we were I think towards the second half of the season, we were no longer connecting with a human being like Tino lost himself. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel bad, you know, I feel bad for him. I hope that he's, you know, focusing on his mental health and he's going to therapy and that, you know, when he's ready, he can kind of close things out for us. But I, I really feel like he needs some clarity and he needs time to process everything because, he was just not human. And that's what sometimes happens on that show, The Bachelor, um, or even like any show. Like sometimes people just get so swept up in like 
the gaslighting and the manipulation and the comments. And like, I can't even imagine how frustrating that is. But I think as someone who studies shows and reports on it, like I definitely notice when a contestant has gone to another world. And I think that's what we saw with Tino. Yeah, I think you're right. That that makes sense. I think that like, unfortunately that happened to a lot of people this season. Cause like, if you look at Gabby, even like, like there was only one man who, who made it to her final three, like Mm -hmm. the other two, you know, um, left. So it, it, it seems like it, it does toy with your mental health. And I did listen to like specifically about bachelor. Like I'll never forget when Nick Files said that like a week goes between each fantasy suite date. And no, I don't think it's a week. I think it's like two days. Oh, really? Yeah, there's no way. I think it's literally like a day off in between okay. the days. Yeah. Back check me when we hang up on this too, though, because... No, I know. I know. It's definitely not a week. They made it sound like the men are just like getting asked by producers, like, you know, what, how do, what do you think they're doing? And like, it's all just kind of like a mind game, you know, like very much like... I wouldn't really think about that unless someone was asking me, but now that you are asking me, like <laughs> I'm like not okay. <laughs> yeah. That's why I want to be a producer. I think I'd be so good at it. You would be because everything would be organic and authentic. Yeah. And, you, and like there genuinely would be that moment of like, holy shit, like this is so much going on and it's all. I totally see fake. myself producing one day, but I think right now I just like have my heart set on like hosting and like reporting and being on camera. So I think that's just something I'm focusing on right now and growing on social. But I think long term, like producing is something that is definitely going to be in my plan in my life. Yes. Like, would you ever do um, like reunion shows, like that kind of yeah. vibe? Well, I, I do want to host reunions. Like that would yes. be so fun. Um, Kind of like Andy Cohen, but like have me doing that for Netflix shows or whatever show it is. That's definitely yes. the goal. Um, yeah. But I think it would be fun to be a part of a show too. Just like one season of something just to like do it. So who knows? Totally. Like I, honestly... Um, get rid of Nick Lachey and Vanessa to like interview the people because they were way too involved in like changing up the like dialogue. So like, it would be great if for shows where the um, like when they're on camera, like producing the show, if they weren't the ones interviewing them, like it should be someone who's unbiased and not involved at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, the only way to get there is to do what I'm doing now, you know, just keep doing the TikToks and the live shows. And I think that, you know, things happen over time. They definitely will. So that's what we're, so what are we manifesting next then? Like, what is your like next immediate goal for 2022, 2023? I mean, I think I'm just looking for more, I want to be on a red carpet. That's, I think the number one thing I want to do. I want to get a microphone and interview people on a red carpet. I still have not done that yet. A lot of my peers, you know, have done that by now who work with me. Um, So I think that's just like the real career goal I'm manifesting. That's so exciting. I can definitely see you getting there. Your content just keeps getting like more and more well-known. And as like Netflix and other platforms keep putting out content, you know, you'll just have your niche where you're able to like get on it and covering it first. Mm -hmm. And you have such a big following that there's so many people to share your content with others too. Yeah. So a couple of things might be in the works, but I don't like to say anything until it happens. But um, I definitely have a lot I'm planning right now. Well, I'm so excited to see all of it. I'm so glad that we got to do this episode and like talk about like just a few brief things. I think that this episode more than anything is going to kind of give people like your personality, like kind of like get to know like who you are and stuff and like how sweet you are and how nice, because like you're more than just like super witty and on top of it with all of the like reality content, like you are just such a kind human being. Thank you. That's so sweet. And I honestly, this interview definitely feels like an interview I've never done before. I don't know if it's just because it's Monday and I'm like so out of it from the weekend, right? Like I'm not, I haven't entered my work Zachary reality yet. I haven't entered my 10 TikToks a day, a million emails. Like I'm truly just like waking up Monday morning, just finished my matcha and eggs, like rolling out of bed, but like also just trying to like get back to reality. So I felt very like relaxed during this podcast. And I just oh, felt very free to just like speak slowly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like vibe, completely vibe. I meditated right before this and I, they, like, I was literally talking to my boyfriend's mom and she was like, more than anything, you want who you're talking to to just feel super welcome and super relaxed during this podcast. So the fact that you actually did feel that way makes me feel so good too. 
yeah, maybe part of that was your energy. Now that you're saying you meditated, I'm like, wow, this is putting it together. Like where this, where's the sage? I'm going to sage yes. my apartment after this. Like you totally here for that kind of energy. So yes. I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Um, I love everyone who listens and comes to support my, me or your podcast. Like I really appreciated anyone who made it to the end of this. Absolutely. Yes. Positively Uncensored is my podcast name. We loved having you on. I don't really have like a name, like, you know how like Caller Daddy has like Daddy Gang. Like, I don't really know, maybe like the PU family, like, but I'm, I know that everybody's been asking to have you on and they're going to be so excited to listen. And like I said, this is going to give some more insight into like who you are and like, you know, like give some context behind Zachary Reality. That's awesome. Yeah. And if anyone listened, like, feel free to send me a message and just let me know. I feel like there's so many podcasts, there's so much content. So like, if anyone takes the time out of their day to listen to, you know, this podcast for an hour, like, let me know if you felt, you know, connected while listening. And, um, you know, you felt like you were seen or heard, or you just enjoyed it. So I really love hearing like all the feedback. Absolutely. You're so much better than me at like plugging that. I, I want to know too. Like message, right? like message the both of us. Like tell us what let you Let us know thought. you listen and let us know yes. your thoughts. You know, I'm I'm if I don't get back to you, it doesn't mean I didn't read it. Like I'm sorry, but I definitely want to hear it. So um I will make sure to Yes, and if you tell me thoughts. like I have two hundred followers, like I'll see it and I'll yeah, send me if send you get any feedback, let me know. I exactly. love hearing that. Like I feel like sometimes people just like watch content or listen and just pull a dip. But like feedback is everything. Totally. And if you love it, you know, let us know and maybe we can do another episode together sure. in the future. Like if there's anything in particular that they'd like to hear more about, or maybe after you land your red carpet interview, we can talk mm -hmm. about that because we're manifesting it like right here on this episode. But I'm we'll super have to excited. Come back. I'll have to come back in like six months and talk yes. about how everything's changed. <laughs> exactly. Because that's how that works. We'll just write it down and come back to it. For sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I know that everyone's going to love this episode and make sure to check him out on Instagram at Zachary Reality, TikTok as well. And is there any other, is there anywhere else that they could find you? I mean, those are my two main platforms, but I also um, have been working really hard at my YouTube channel, also Zachary Reality. So I have some interviews on there and some additional content. Great. I can't, I'm going to check that out too. So I'll make sure to subscribe. Thanks. appreciate it. And thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. Can't wait for them to hear this episode.